Hello, welcome to Try Again with Jason Hughes. I am Jason Hughes and this is my podcast. This is where I talk about trying, failing, trying again, and overcoming the barriers that prevent us from trying in the first place. So I really appreciate you listening and tuning in. And today I want to talk about believing that we can't do things. This is something that I feel like my dad would talk a lot about when I was growing up. Uh, he, One of his favorite sayings that I remember him saying was, whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. And I really liked this saying because it was like, okay, well, I'm right about something then because there were a lot of things that I believed I couldn't do. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm right about that. I don't think that's the point he was trying to make. So he would also say, don't tell me why you can't. Show me how you can. This one was a little more problematic for me because like I said before, uh, there were a lot of things that I I believed that I could not do when I was growing up. I had a lot of confidence issues. You know, I didn't feel like I was good enough. Uh, I didn't feel like I could do things as well as other people could. And so that would prevent me from trying to do a lot of things. You know, it would prevent me from doing things that I wanted to do because uh, I didn't think I didn't think I could. And so I wouldn't try. It wasn't that uh, that I didn't think that I knew how to, but I honestly didn't think that I could do it. And when we think that, going back to the first saying, whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. If I keep telling myself I can't do something, then I'm going to believe that. And once that, once that belief is instilled in me, then it's really going to prevent me from trying because what's the point? If I can't do something, then what's the point in, in trying? You know, if I can't swim, then I'm not going to jump into a pool. Now, if I think that I could learn to swim, I might be a little more willing to get in the water because it's not impossible. It's something that I can learn. But once I, once I instill that belief that I can't do something, then it is going to prevent me from even trying. And what's funny about that, of course, is that as it turns out, we are actually very capable of doing things that we tell ourselves that we can't do. You know, if you tell yourself you can't swim, well, you can, you know, maybe you just haven't learned or or it's hard for you, whatever it might be. Maybe you had a bad experience in the water and so you don't want to go back in. But we tell ourselves that we can't do it. You know, I might I might be afraid to uh, I, I know I know people who are afraid to drive on the highways and they'll say, I can't drive on the highway. Well, you, you can if you're capable of it, but there's something that's preventing you from doing it. There's something that's that's blocking you in your mind that's telling you that that you can't get on the highway. But, you know, logically, reasonably speaking, you're capable of it. People are like, you know, afraid to fly. You know, I can't get on an airplane. You you can, like you're capable of doing it, but what is it that prevents you from getting on the airplane? So it's, we, we tell ourselves these because of past experiences um, or because of things that maybe we've, we've seen that we can't do something. And 
we and we tell ourselves we can't do things that we're actually very capable of. So if this is the case, if reasonably we understand that we are capable of doing these things, then what what is it that that makes us believe that we can't? What is it that makes us tell us that we can't? Well, one thing is the word itself can't. You know, the the words that we choose are very powerful and impactful and they they have a, a huge effect on the way that we perceive things. So if I tell myself that I can't do something enough times, then I'm going to start to believe that. That is the way that my mind is going to perceive things. I can't do this. And then I will it will feel like I'm physically incapable of it. Another thing, and probably the biggest one, is fear. You know, fear is what keeps us from doing things. Fear is what tells us that we can't do something. And this is fear, most likely based on a past experience, something that we have, that has happened to us before, and we don't want it to happen again. And so we tell ourselves that we can't do it. Or maybe it's something that we've never done before. You know, something that we haven't tried. Like, for example, you know, I I was an adult before I changed my first tire. I'm not good with cars. I don't know a whole lot about them. I, you know, I used to sell them, but I knew enough to BS my way through a sales pitch with a customer. You know, I don't know. I've never worked on cars. You know, I don't know a lot about that stuff. So the idea of changing a tire for me was extremely daunting that felt like something that I can't do. I'm not capable of doing anything with cars. I can't change a tire. So, you know, God forbid I'd ever be put in a position where I would have to. And guess what? I was put in a position where I had to, which was scary. So so some of the fears come from past experiences and wanting to prevent those things from happening again. Like maybe you've maybe you've been in a bad car accident. And so you're like, well, I can't drive. You know, I I can't, I can't get back on the highway. Um, Again, you can, you're just trying to protect yourself from that accident. I'm telling myself, you know, I can't change a tire. I don't know how to do that. Well, I can, I can learn how, because lots of people know how to change a tire. So I'm, you know, I'm a smart guy. I'm capable of figuring it out. But I'm scared to, you know, I was scared to do it because what if I do it wrong? What if I mess up the car even more? You know, what if I hurt myself while trying to do it? I don't want that to happen. I don't, I don't handle pain very well. So I don't want to hurt myself. I don't want to do anything to embarrass myself. You know, I don't handle humiliation very well. And so these are the things that tell me that I can't when in reality I can. And I think part of what prevents us from doing things when it comes to fear is is just kind of having a misunderstanding of fear or what it does for us. So just kind of on a basic level, the function of fear, fear isn't designed to prevent us from doing things. Now, if we if there's a chance that we might get seriously injured or worse, then yes. It will prevent us from doing that. Like, you know, I'm not going to go try to ride a shark. That fear would prevent me from doing that. 
But that's not exactly what the function of fear is, to prevent us from doing things. So fear has a very biological function, just like all of our emotions. All of our emotions serve a very biological function for us, which is to help us survive. That's why we have emotions. If we didn't have emotions, we would not survive. We would not have evolved to the point that we have as a species if we didn't have emotions. So if we didn't need them, we wouldn't have them. But we do, which would imply that we need them. And fear is one of those emotions. And what fear does, our body senses fear and we physically feel it. We physically feel all of our emotions. Uh, we have a physical reaction to each and every emotion that we have because they're a part of our body. And so the function of fear is when our body senses it, our body feels fear when it senses that we're in danger, when it senses that that there is a threat to our safety. And then what the fear does is it heightens our awareness. So we are we become more sensitive um, with what we hear, see, smell, feel, and taste. So our five senses become heightened. And they do this to help us move through situations more cautiously, not necessarily to stop us from doing things, but to do it cautiously so that we can protect ourselves and do it as safely as possible. So when we look at it that way, then it can kind of change the the perspective. It changes from I can't do something to, you know, I don't know how or I'm afraid to do this. And, and so once we acknowledge the fear, then we can overcome it by learning. We can figure out what it is that we're afraid of. And when we can do that, once we can identify what it is that we're afraid of, so like I said, when it, for, with my example, changing a tire, things I'm afraid of, because again, I believe that I, I couldn't do it. I can't change a tire. I've never done it before. I can't do it. Well, the reality is, it's not that I can't do it. It's that I've never done it. You know, I haven't done it up to this point, but I can learn how to do it. And learning is a great way to overcome fear. Once we can identify what it is that we're afraid of and name it, then we can start educating ourselves about it. We can start learning about the thing that we're afraid of, but we've got to acknowledge the fear first. If I keep telling myself I can't do something, then I'm not really acknowledging the fear. The, saying I can't is blocking me. It's preventing me from acknowledging what is. And the reality is that I'm afraid. And when it comes to changing the tire, I'm afraid that I might get hurt. You know, what if the jack, what if I don't put the jack in the right spot? What if I don't secure it and the car falls on me while I'm changing the tire? What if it falls and I don't get hurt, but I damage the car even more? I'm afraid of that, you know, and that could cost me a lot more money. You know, that could... Uh, do do damage to the car. Maybe it hurts somebody else. Um, you know, these things, these are things that I'm afraid of. And so once I can acknowledge what it is that I'm afraid of, then I can figure out ways to either prevent these from happening or to put myself in a position to limit the possibility that this will happen. And so what I do, I there was a time where, you know, I had to change a tire, you know, my tire, it blew out. 
I'm on the street. I'm by myself. I've got to get to, uh, you know, where I was going. It was an important appointment that I had to get to, important thing that I had to do. I had to get there. I didn't have time to wait on somebody. You know, I, I've got the equipment in my car. I've got the jack. I've got the tire iron. I've got a spare tire. I've got all the equipment there. Uh, so my options are I can either wait and miss this important meeting or I can figure out how to change the tire. And in order to do that, I had to change what I told myself. You know, I would always tell myself, I can't do this. Now it was, I don't know how to do this. And so then I could learn. There are instructions in the car. I can read the instructions and figure it out. And this was before, you know, just getting on YouTube on my phone. And so, so I did that. I read the instructions. They made sense to me. I did what it said. I was able to change the tire. I was really proud of myself. I, I did the thing that I thought that I couldn't do, that I would not be able to do. But the first thing I had to do was change the words that I used. And again, the words that we use have such a huge impact on our perception of things. And so saying, I don't know, instead of I can't, changed everything for me. And and something that I hope you take from this episode today and that you carry with you, because I feel like this is so important, the words, I don't know, are so powerful. I have a hard time saying that. I don't like to admit that I don't know things. Uh, Part of it is out of embarrassment. Part of it is out of pride. Uh, But I don't like to admit that. However, when I can say I don't know, then it gives me the opportunity to learn. It gives me the opportunity to become better than I have been up to this point. You know, I don't know opens things up for me. It doesn't stop things. It, you know, if I, any time in my life when I've said I don't know, I've never lost anything. I, I feel like I will. You know, I don't like saying I don't know. I don't like admitting that I don't know how to do things because I worry about what the outcome will be or what people will think of me. But I've never lost anything by saying I don't know. I've only gained things. And this example, by admitting to myself that I don't know how to change a tire, gave me the opportunity to learn how to do it. Saying that I can't do something is a barrier. It's a roadblock. You know, saying I don't know, then I have options. I don't know is more of like a fork in the road. You know, I've got some different options there. I can't is a roadblock. You know, now sure, there are things that we certainly can't do that we're not capable of. Like I cannot fly uh, and that's okay, but I can still figure out why I want to fly and I can figure out alternatives once I figure out why I want that. So if you really can't do something, that's one thing. But most of the things that we say we can't do, we are actually very capable of. And so when we can acknowledge that instead of I can't do something, And we can figure out what's making us say that, you know, I don't know how to do it. I'm afraid to do it. Uh, Then we can start overcoming and working through whatever that barrier is, whatever it is that's making us feel like we can't. 
So can't is a very powerful word. It blocks us. It prevents us from doing things. I don't know is also very powerful. And it it starts problem solving. It, it turns our it turns what we're trying to do into a problem to solve instead of a barrier that we can't overcome. So when you notice yourself saying, I can't, try to switch it to, I don't know how. And just see what that feels like. Just see what it feels like to say, I don't know how to do this instead of, I can't do this. And just see what you notice when that happens. Because then that, again, it opens a lot of things up for us and it gives us a purpose You know, now when I say I don't know how to do something, now I have a purpose to it. Now my purpose is to learn how to do it, you know, figure it out and and figure out why I want to. So like with the tire, you know, I've never really wanted to change a tire before. I've never had a reason to. Well, now I have a purpose to, you know, I've got somewhere to go and this is preventing me from doing that. Well, now I have purpose. And so when we have a sense of purpose then that also helps us to overcome difficult situations. When we can find a sense of purpose in whatever situation that we're in, then it helps us to do difficult things. It makes it more tolerable. You know, I didn't want to change the tire. I didn't want to do it on the side of the road there. Uh, There was fear. There was humiliation. But knowing my purpose, which was to get to where I was trying to go, then it made the fear, it made the humiliation, it made it more tolerable. And then I was able to get through the situation. I did it myself. I gained information that I didn't have before. And I've changed tires since then. Uh, and so it gave me something helpful that I could use later. But if I kept telling myself I can't do it, then I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have done it. And... I wouldn't have done it later on either. I would have kept relying on other people for help, which is fine. You know, we we depend on other people. It's okay to ask for help. And I'll talk about that in a later episode. But it's okay to ask for help. It's also okay. Part of asking for help, though, is going with what I'm talking about today. That's acknowledging that I don't know how to do something. You know, before I can ask for help, I've got to acknowledge that I don't know how. But again... When you notice that you're saying, I can't, try to change it to, I don't know how. And just see what it feels like. See what you notice. um, Because there's a lot of power in both of them. But it's in different ways. I can't is a barrier. um, And it makes us physically feel like we're incapable of doing things that we actually can do. I don't know how opens things up for us. It gives us the opportunity to learn and to be better. So I hope this helps. I hope this makes sense to you. Uh, If you have any thoughts, questions, or comments about anything that you've heard, you can feel free to email me at jasonhughes089 at gmail.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-H-U-G-H-E-S-089 at gmail.com. I am also uh, happy to 
you know, talk about some of the stuff at, at your event. If you're looking for somebody to, to speak, you can reach me at that email and, and inquire about that as well. So again, I hope this was helpful. I hope you got something out of it. I hope this made sense. If it didn't, then I can try again next time. So thank you again for listening and take care. Thank <laughs> you.